All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel Weather Cause. I'm your host, Eric, and of course, we are live tonight. And uh, joining me in the studio, as it were, one Fat Comic Dave. How's it going, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, doing okay. I've already had my uh, my uh, my LSU Yeti cup filled with uh, scotch and soda. I should have so. ordered my uh, Auburn fucking uh, polo to, to work today instead. <laughs> <laughs> I usually wear it once a week, and all and like since we're in Alabama, like all in the bunch of Alabama fans in the office, they're always like, "Why are you wearing that shitty ass shirt?" <laughs> I mostly wear it because it's comfortable. Because it's one of the most comfortable shirts I have. <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets uh, pretty good. Pretty good about that. I, I think I'm contractually obligated because LSU is like ten minutes that way. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I have to support them. I have to say, go Tigers and spell it with an X. So, <laughs> hey man, by the way, so much fun to meet you at Thomas 2000. Really, like. Which it was oh, a great yeah. event anyway, but to like meeting you, meeting all those people, so it was it was really awesome to see you there. Yeah, it was uh, it was a really fun time. Uh, I just had the uh, the guy from the Concordia blog on, uh, which I also met at Tom Woods. So I'm like oh, now yeah. starting to get like all the stuff out. So <laughs> yeah, it was uh, really funny. I was telling him I was like, yeah, we were like kind of ducking into the event here and there, and then but most most of the fun was to be had out in that hallway right outside. Oh so. yeah, dude, that that was. <laughs> I still I'm waiting for. Um... Tom to actually release the 2000s episode so I can actually watch like what actually happens because yeah, I so you like, can miss it, like all of the stuff because <laughs> yeah. I all the stuff I missed I have no clue what happened in there besides I mean like I didn't watch the whole fucking uh what was it uh family feud I didn't watch that I didn't watch like anything <laughs> I was already out during that time I didn't watch the magic shit uh, so it was it's pretty yeah. funny yeah, it was just really kind of fun because I was sitting there and uh, every now and then I would just see like something. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on in there. It was like, oh, Limbro Ulbricht is up. Let me jump, jump in there real quick. And then we'll come back out to the hallway. And <laughs> yeah. then like next thing I know, Michael Malice has a puppet. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> there was a collective groan in the audience. That was, that was oh, great. yeah. But I was, <laughs> we were already fucking all of our people were outside and we were already partying, drinking and yep. shooting the so, shit, basically, which is awesome. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Sarah, the the Liberty Thought out there. She knocked my drink into my uh, into my hand, out of my hands. <laughs> Just yeah, wilding out. Of- <laughs> she was wilding out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so crazy. They got to hang out with uh, Dicky Walnuts out there, oh, and yeah. we were swapping stories. And he's uh, I yelling. Hang, I get to hang out with him every weekend if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite is he's like yelling out uh, Italian slurs, and I'm like, dude, that's not nice. Don't don't be saying that shit, <laughs> dude. He was yelling out Italian slurs in the fucking event. Like he was inside there during while they were doing, you know, I think it was during like Scott Horton's monologue. He's doing it, and he's drinking tequila straight from the bottle, yeah. and he's annoying the fuck out of Clint. And he's in, <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah, at one point I looked over and he's like uh, wrestling Josh Smith. Yeah, for yeah like he no was. Reason. <laughs> it's like his phone dropped out of his. Uh, he had like short shorts on. So if anybody had seen pictures of him, he's like got little oh, tight yeah, shorts on. Oh yeah, and his balls are popping out and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where did the phone come from? First of all, <laughs> yeah, for him to drop it like a hundred times. I, th- I want to say, yeah, I want to say he was keeping his phone in the waistband. I think that's what he does with those shorts. I don't think they have uh, pockets. Yeah, they have so he just no keeps pockets it. He just whatsoever. like he keeps it in the waistband, like <laughs> like a fucking girl. 
Uh, so already we're we're getting uh, we're getting heckled from uh, Tyler Yankee. Uh, Ola, nerd up. Yeah, there we go. And my, my wife's in the chat too. She uh, she was just like, yep. She, she, she looked at me. And she was like, hey, you um, you have a podcast tonight? And I was like, yeah. But he hasn't messaged me. I don't know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, like she was like, "Well, it's supposed to be on at nine o'clock," and I was like, "Okay." And then, like nine o'clock rolls around, and you send me the message. I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm doing it tonight." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had one uh, right before this, and then uh, my five year old okay. was like getting hard to put to bed and everything else. So it's always fun around this house, let me tell you. So, Hell yeah. So uh, during our uh, drunken haze outside after the uh, the Tom Woods event, you and I had started talking civil engineering because I'm on the design side of it, and you're the actual engineer part of it. Yes, and, I, do, uh, I do do design also. Like it's it's <laughs> it's hell, but yeah, yeah. So it's kind of the same way at my office. The the other engineers and the engineer intern they they're cad monkeys just like me. So it, yeah, it's just absolutely. I kind of get and the, usually, uh, the bottom of the funnel. You're better at cad than we are. Like most of the like, I know the um, the best one in our office. She's not an engineer, but she does like like I, I go to her. I'm like, hey. Uh, I need you to like create this corridor for this intersection because I can't do it. Can you do it? And she goes in and she's like, there you go. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And then, yeah. One of, one of the engineers I worked with, he was like a CAD monkey for like 10 years before he got his degree oh, in engineering. Man, okay. So he, he, he knows quite a bit. So yeah, I, I, sometimes, I sometimes have to hit on him. I was like, Hey, wait, how do we do this? This little part with the curb return. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah. Just do it this way. Yeah. Dude, I've, I mean, I've only been doing, I've, uh, so I, I graduated in um, 2019. Yeah, I graduated in 2019. No, he's a little baby and, engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm not even a, I'm, I'm still, I'm in, I got my EIT. Um, and so I still don't have my PE yet. But, like, my first job I had wasn't a lot of design work at all. Like, I, so I didn't do CAD work, but it wasn't a ton. I don't, the only time I dealt with CAD was in uh, college before that. And it wasn't, it wasn't civil CAD. I went to school for being be a mechanical engineer. Yeah. But I got a, got, got a job at, during in civil. Um, and so my first job was more like inspection work, um, oh, contra- yeah. contract work. Like it was like in the office it was like me, my, the project manager, and then like another engineer at that time, which had been doing it for a couple more years than me. And then an inspector, like an actual inspector. And that was it. And so I got stuck doing like, like a lot of project management work, which was really cool to learn like super early on, but not a yeah. ton of design. Um, a lot of inspection work. I got, um, I don't know if this, this is not going to mean any to, anything to a lot of people in here. I don't even know <laughs> if it means much to you, but I got um, um, LA, LACP, MACP, and PACP certified, which is basically I can inspect pipes. Uh, that's about it. In manholes. Nah, right. Yeah. And, um, and then, and then I just like, Got, I actually got fired from that job, but basically because it was like right at the beginning of COVID and like uh, work started running out. And so they were just like, hey, I'll let you go. Yep. Yeah, that, that happened to me as well. In uh, 2011, uh, I got this job like right before I even graduated from, uh, from school uh, for, for CAD. Uh, it was oil and gas mostly and industrial. Mm-hmm. And uh, right when oil went from $120 a barrel to $60 a barrel, they're all like, yeah, we can't keep you around. I was like, but I'm just doing like red lines and markups and stuff. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they uh, they they was like, yeah, well, yeah, we can't we can't afford anything, so we're actually yeah. closing this office down. <laughs> Dude, it sucked because like that first job, I remember I was putting like 
and you kind of know it's coming too because you're just like, oh man, I, I have to get 40 hours in this week and I got to put it toward a, towards a project. But I only have, yes, I. <laughs> I Tyler Yankee's got jokes. Pipes a manhole, Inspector. <laughs> That's right. I, 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 said that in a, I said that in a group chat one time and I said, like, I've. Uh, I've inspected a lot of manholes or something like that. And they're just like, you really going to just say that just like that? I'm like, well, I have. I've, they're called manholes. I've looked uh, in hundreds of manholes. Obviously, you've seen a lot of video of caca. So. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I have. But um, but yeah, like like at the end there, like I was, you know, I mean, I have like 10 hours of work in a week to get you done. But I have to make up for 40 hours. And then like, yeah. and then he, you know, the, your boss comes to you and says, hey, like, you can't be spending this much time on this project. We're out of money, like whatever. Right. By the end, it was just, hey, we're going to let you go. Yeah. And then um, uh, after that, went to a different company, which was a lot better, bigger company, really, really, really nice people, really enjoyed working there. And I got into more of the design side. I got to, well, actually not design. I was actually doing a lot of pre-design, like work in, um, they were doing a project for uh, a city that they wanted to like, like redo a bunch of lift stations, put in a bunch of new force main, put in a bunch of, uh, Oof. Uh, yeah, like like rehab a bunch of lines, and so I got into really into like um, uh, what what's it called analysis? Like like we get in data, and I need to break down the data and then give them a hey, this is what we need to do, and then we'll get into the design of like construction after that. Well, right. I got docs and lost my job from there. So I didn't <laughs> never got into the design side of that, but uh, that was really cool. Met a lot of cool people and great, gratefully, like they pushed me towards this job. I got into touch with these guys I'm at with now. Um, and now I'm doing a ton of design in, um, in private work. So a lot, like I'm doing a subdivision right now, 370 lots. Like it's huge. It's ginormous. Yeah. And I've had to design big. from, from the ground up, designed the whole thing. We're almost towards. Um, we're we're just getting past bids right now. But yeah, it's it's been it's 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 uh, like there's there's so many different things like we can go and talk about. But I was just kind of I wanted to give my background of where I was at and like yeah. what I've been doing. So kind of qualify everything here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so so I know what I'm talking about. I, I've I've yes. been I've been doing it for what three years now or no about two and a half years now. So. Um, yeah. I got and been doing inspection work for like five, so it's yeah, yeah. I've been in the uh, the design game since 2011, and mostly civil for like the past eight. So <laughs> it's yeah, it, it's been it's been pretty wild ride. And then now it's uh it's pretty much the same thing you're doing. We're just doing a uh, lot design. Uh, we've got so many uh little subdivisions that are being built, and uh, like Crazy. this last one was ridiculous we needed like a hundred thousand square yards of dirt for oh I, I so i so this uh i have a uh, this is so nerdy and so fucking civil engineer that like it's gonna like yes. if anybody listens to this they're just like i don't give a fuck about dirt right so anybody that doesn't know dirt quantities are the most bullshit like quantities you can mess with like it's so yeah. theoretical and but they want to know they want to know exactly what we have to move yep <laughs> but so uh so this project like i said it's 370 lots we had it's um it's over 120 acres like it's huge it's a ginormous site yeah that's that's uh, a very big one yeah yes two pot two uh, one detention pond so it's gonna be a huge lake they wanted that as a minute and then a second pond and um so we get 
we get done doing our mass grading. So we uh, basically, for anybody that doesn't know, we build a so we get we have guys go on their survey and they take a topo of the existing land. So we know exactly right. every bump and hill and every all that shit in there. And then we go in there and we're going to set some profiles of the roads and then we're going to build the lot grades in a, in a different surface. Yep. And then AutoCAD is a pretty cool feature where you can you have your new grade and then you have your existing grade and then it'll give you a difference there and say this is how much you need to cut out to get to your grade or just how much you need to fill to get to your grade. Right. And these are very important numbers because basic like I think for this one job that we're doing now like it's it's $12 a cubic yard um to move. So Yeah. and we're dealing in hundreds of thousands of cubic yards. So this it can get into I mean it gets it's yeah, this project unto itself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy how much like dirt just dirt itself. But the problem with dirt is you get some kind of geotech come out there and he bores, he does he takes cores out and then he tells you this is how much you have that you can use that with unclassified. There's different there's I, I don't even want to get into that. There's yeah, different yeah, types yeah. of dirt. There's unclassified dirt, there's bar. Yeah, if you've ever seen like, a geotech report, it gets pretty ridiculous and it gets pretty I ridiculous. want to fall asleep just looking at one. So. Yes. <laughs> But what I'll say is, so at the beginning of the project, we were pretty balanced. We um, we balanced out the site, except for the pond. The pond was, I'll tell you this. The it's pond always the major, major sticking point. The pond was 300,000 cubic yards of excavation, <laughs> which is a ton, considering, right. uh, like, <laughs> uh, like it's... That's a crazy amount. It would take, uh, I think I want to say that one truck, like a, those big trucks can haul around 10 to 12 cubic yards. Yeah, not not much at all in the, in the grand yeah, scheme. Yeah, so that, that's a, that gives you an idea of how big this is. Like the, your, the trucks you see going into, like those big trucks that haul dirt, those hold <laughs> about 12 cubic yards when they're all like, yeah, I'm sorry, babe. Yeah, I, we've I, already put her to sleep. I, 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 I can't help it when I, I don't get to talk about this with anybody else. So it's, yeah, it's exactly. good. It, um, but I'll continue what I was talking about. We balance it out. Well, I didn't take into account that we had told the contractor to take off a foot of topsoil across the entire site. And okay. So, so, and that cannot be used back in your fill. Yeah. So coming back to it now where that was three months ago. Now they're coming back in the, Hey, you're not balanced. Like we can't do this. And then they had already told us to shrink the size of the pond because the pond, like 300,000 cubic yards is way too big. We need to get bigger, smaller than that. So the past <laughs> like two weeks for me, has been pulling my hair out doing dirt quantity numbers of like, okay, if I take a foot off the entire site here and then I have to do a cut and fill. And then um, for each phase, and by the way, there's five different phases to this project. Yeah, and, then so I mean, it, yeah. and I'm trying to work this out and you, there's different ways to look at the numbers and dirt is so stupid theoretical anyway, because they're going out there and ripping up trees and roots and all that shit is bringing out and taking up and then they're going to lose stuff. They don't want to carry it's, I'll just say, like, it, it gets it, when people hear like civil engineering, they think like roads and bridges. But yeah. like, I feel like most of the shit we do, like, at least I've done, is just like, like, most of the things I've, most of the projects I worked on was parks, um, the subdivision stuff now, and then water and sewer. Yeah. And like, I've done a little, a couple road jobs, but it's, um, but like, it, it's, it's crazy because in civil people don't understand the need of like water and sewer. They it's underground. They don't <laughs> see it. They don't think about it. But it's one yeah. of the biggest things. If it goes, society goes, man. Like people can't <laughs> live without it. 
Yeah, it gets it gets pretty crazy. And over here in Louisiana, it's like when we're doing road construction, it's it's all like, okay, how are we going to get the rain to go somewhere? When yes, it falls? The other thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the road now becomes a drainage feature, you know. So, it's that's the other thing. Like, I guess we're both kind of in the same boat because, like, when you get close to that Gulf, there, I mean, there's really like there's the it's it's usually very flat, and then also the the water just doesn't go anywhere. The, you have a super high water table, so it's not going to go in there. Right. And then, so, I mean, like, uh, I was talking to a different guy in a Discord server, and he's, this is another thing we deal with, and I, I don't know if you deal with as much, but municipal engineers. Oh, yes. Uh, those fucking guys, like, <laughs> like the guys that work for the county or your city, whatever jurisdiction that you're doing this subdivision yep. or anything for, are just the biggest bag of dicks that like, like <laughs> and that, because, that's just putting it lightly <laughs> yes it, it, it's crazy man like um uh again another little small thing that people just uh, do you know what a q10 is you know what q10s are yeah that's the uh the 10 year flood yeah, or 10 year yeah 10 year storm, storm yeah yeah so um the so they want to put us to put q10s on every outfall structure in the whole um, site on, on the plan sets, which to me makes no fucking sense. We send them a pot, we send them a report of all our, our drainage report and it gives all the Q10s. And then they say, no, put it on the plan set too. Even though to me, a plan set is just for a contract to go out there and build. And they see these right. weird numbers yeah. on there. They're like, Hey, what's this? And then don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Like, well then why'd you yeah. put it on there? Because some <laughs> fucking, some fucking nuts can't take an extra five minutes out of his day to read a, a report so he has to see it on the plan because that's what he looks at. And so it's stuff like that. It really gets annoying. I oh, yeah. Those kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had one uh, probably about a month ago. Somebody asked for like a 500 year rain event because okay. of the 2016 flood down here just fucked everything over. Yeah, it was like true. four trillion cubic feet of water. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you're trying to figure, it was like three days of rain straight. Uh, and it, the rainstorm just kind of sat on top of us and all of our bayous filled up. There was nowhere for this water to go. And uh, so ever since then, people have gotten ridiculous over here about the, uh, it's like, Oh, well we need a, uh, you know, a 500 year, you know, rain event. And we got to find out what that BFE number is. And you're like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably not going to happen again in your lifetime. What are you, what are you concerned about? <laughs> well, what's, what's crazy is like, people don't realize also just how much water, is moved during a rain event. So like to put it in perspective, um, uh, <laughs> super <laughs> saiyan nerd. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it, Every it, time I sit down at my desk, you know, my hair turns blonde and you know, fire erupts from around that's me. Right. <laughs> but like to put it in perspective, I just looked it up. Like, so, um, usually like your water to your house comes in gallons per minute. Usually that's, yeah. or that's usually what it comes in, in as, um, and then we measure stormwater in cubic feet per second. Yeah. Well, you're like, okay, gallons. Okay. Well, whatever. People don't know how one gallon per minute is equal to 0. 0.0022 cubic feet per second. And we yeah. get hundreds of cubic feet per second yeah. easily in outfall structures. It's, it's crazy. So it's like, yeah, it, I think it, a cubic foot of water is like what? Seven and a half gallons, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's coming per second. So, I mean, right. it's, it's a lot of water very quickly. Yeah. And, and you have problems in a lot of, um, I don't know if it's around Louisiana, 
I know there's some. There was a um, a place I can't remember which part of Alabama it was that we went to to inspect, but they have um, so what they call is combined storm uh, combined systems combined sewer systems, which is your storm and your sewer go into the same system to go to a, a plant to get. Well, the problem with that is your your sewer again gallons per minute coming out. You might have it might at the end of the day come up to like two to three cubic feet per second total. Yeah. And then you're adding anytime a rain comes in, you're adding hundreds, 200, 300, I mean, up to a thousand cubic feet per second coming in. The Mitt Romney. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it can get dry very quickly, very quickly. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's just something that like a, a lot of people don't think about and like, and it's, it goes back to that thing of like who will build the roads, and it's like because people don't understand. It's that, the like, number one objection that we get, and we laugh every time we hear it. Yeah, and then it's like people in our position, we're like, it, it's us. You're, you're yeah, it's, it's, it's us. And also, <laughs> I've built more private roads than I have public roads. Yes, once the private person builds them and pays for them, the whatever the public takes care of them. Right. Sure. But like it's it's not very far fetched to say that like uh, I'll tell you this like um, if we build a pond, the the county even says that the HOA of that subdivision has to take and maintain that pond. Right. Well, it's not too far fetched to say that they also have to take and maintain the roads that are there. And then it doesn't take very much to say, okay, well, about the roads leading up to it. And there's multiple subdivisions on there. Well, all those subdivisions get together and say, we'll take care of this road and we'll build this road so that we can have. It's it, it's very not far fetched, and the only thing you, then it gets to is like, well, what about like interstates? Very interstate travel. Well, right. I mean, at that point, Amazon, I mean, these really large companies that need to ship things across the country, or they'll figure out something fucking better than interstates. Because I don't know if you've been on interstates before, but usually you get backed up in like traffic, yep. or you'll get like or there's a there's a looking wreck at you, Pascagoula, Mississippi. <laughs> looking at you if you ever uh gone on i-10 which actually I, so i-10 goes from everybody knows from like i think it was all the way to california all the way to los uh, angeles to jacksonville florida yeah it goes all the way it's literally like it's <laughs> totally across the country it has the number one um gridlock or like uh choke point in the u.s on it and that's in mobile alabama yeah because because of the tunnels <laughs> yes, the tunnels. There's, I don't know if you've been on them, but oh, some yeah. dumb motherfucker came up here and there's uh, right across the bay of in Alabama, right across the bay there, there's a bridge. And then you, once you get to Mobile, it comes down and then comes up and takes a, a literally a 90 degree turn left if you're yeah. coming, if you're going west. Speed limit is like 40. On the yeah, and, and like people, so the, I mean, it's like a incline down, like a 20% grade down, bam, phew. All the way down, and then comes back up, twenty percent grade, and then you get to the mouth of the tunnel, and you can't see. Str- there's nothing. There's a wall, and yeah. you turn left. Like it is the craziest thing, and uh, this is the stuff that happens. Like whenever you have like central planning of like you yeah. have, and then and then they want to come in, and uh, they were just trying to pass. Uh, this was uh, I think last year or two years ago, of building a new like bridge across there, but the funny thing about it was. It was going to be privately funded, technically, because yeah. they, they had to get a loan to pay for it. So they were going to get a loan from a private company to do this and then privately build it. And then 
a private company would also maintain it, but then <laughs> the only thing would be they would just put tolls on it, and that's how they would make the money for it. So a totally yeah. private built like uh, thing, but it yeah. maintains. Anyone who's ever been company. to Texas, there's a lot of toll roads all over yeah. the place, and it's all yeah. pri privately run. Yeah. And, it, it, and the problem, and the problem is, like you, you know, we're still paying taxes. We still pay taxes on our gas. We still pay yeah. taxes, and it goes to roads in general. So these kind of tolls are kind of they, they suck when you have to pay taxes and then also pay tolls. But I would have no problem with like if I if you say like gas is you know I don't know what the tax on gas is, but you say no tax on gas because that's usually your tax on gas goes to the roads. No tax on gas. Well, then I save whatever I save there. I'll pay in tolls, and the, but I also don't have to worry about if I don't use that toll, I don't have to go that road. Yeah. Now I just save money. I just save a bunch of money yep. on gas, and and but, it's probably a, a better chance of the road actually being properly maintained, and there's not going to be a shit ton of potholes all over the place. Yes. To fuck your car up. And then the <laughs> other thing, a lot of people like another thing that I see. Um, it's such this shit pisses me off probably more than anything is. Um, especially in local municipalities um, to look good for a re-election campaign, especially in local politics. Oh yeah. They really, yeah, they yeah. really like to resurface roads. They yeah. like the black, like the nice black tar look right new feel. It's super like, like looks like a sheet of black glass going yeah. on. It, it looks great. But the problem is what they do is they do not address any issues in road construction, which basically anytime you see a fall, a crack in the road, it's because in the base somewhere of that road, there's a problem. Yep. And the only way to fix it is to go down and re-put in new base material, yep. um, which costs a lot of money, but it's yep. the basically the only thing. Or you can go in there and strip off, mill off, which they were doing on I-65 in Alabama. I was there. It cracked my fucking windshield. <laughs> they went in, they milled off the top three quarters inch and then repaved it. And yep. it looked, it was for like a month, it was rocky people. They literally had to pay, start paying because they had so many broken windshields. The, the state <laughs> actually did have to re like give start people money. Yeah. Yeah. That issue like, like, because if you came in, because it was, it was such a bad problem and then they went in they repaved it. And for about a month, it was nice and black. And then, by now, the cracks are back. It's just, I mean, it looks yeah. like shit. And it, it, this happens all the time. It happens more than you think it does because, and it only happens in... Yeah, so Jason Booth, once again, four eighty nine for Antioch Gas. And $1.19 of that is Texas. That's crazy. Yes, yeah, that's, that's California for you. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's... And, 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 like, and then they'll go, and then if, if you have been to California... Their roads also suck ass. Like yeah. they're not good either. <laughs> it's like, and it's not just like a uh, you know out you know bungfuck nowhere California that's got bad roads. Like Blythe, California. Ugh. You know, you yeah. get into the middle of Los Angeles and it's just as shitty. You know, and yeah. it's, that's and one they, of that's the major metropolis that they have. Except for you'll see the best roads are around the government buildings. So like around your Sacramento state has the best your, roads and, because that's and, the and your capital yeah. or whatever the you know wherever the mayor fucking lives, wherever the um your you know whatever chamber of commerce wherever they live, their roads are spectacular. They look yeah. great. The drainage is great, and then if they usually I know how it worked in Mobile. 
is um, like there was like districts and then each district got a certain amount of money. Well, they would go into their district and find some fucking like one road and be like, we'll just like redo this one. Totally like redo just this one road and fuck everybody around. So we'll just do this <laughs> one. And, and that's what they would do. And they would and they would do it to look good. And they would come out there and they would, you know, the uh, whatever districts um, representative would come out and say all this nice stuff about how he did this or they'll drop hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars into a new park that like in the next week, I remember there was a, we worked on a project that was a, um, they wanted to replace the, um, the park. So like the, the name of the park was on some type of, it was like a brick wall and they put the name on, looked all, all nice. But the problem was people kept coming out there and stealing off the letters like they would come out there and pry the letters <laughs> off. And so they were trying to figure out a way to anchor them in there. So fucking like, like they wanted like huge ass, uh, like some like all thread, like it was like half inch, all yeah. thread, three quarter inch, all thread. So, somebody call Hilti. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, you're going to like cement it in there. So like, they can't like, pull it out. And they did. I mean, it's just this funny stuff where they, or they would, uh, put up these, I don't know if you've seen them, the, uh, those, they're not tarps, but they're like those uh, those shade structures that are like uh, triangles. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, canopies. Yeah, yeah, those big canopies. That's what I'm thinking of. And uh, they would put those up, and they would be like torn to shit, like in a couple months. Like it's just there's yeah, as soon as, stuff a, as, soon as a good wind comes along, it starts ripping them apart. And it's just like in these like they'll in these terrible parts of town, they'll put a super nice park, and then it goes to shit, and then they spend it. They do another project, go out there and and refix it up. And it's, and it's because these people over the districts want the votes, and so they'll go yeah. and do that instead of actually, you know, they'll build a park for people instead of just giving their money, not taking their money. Like, it's yeah. such a weird thing that happens. Yeah, the one example I have of that, uh, I was working this one job, and it was just a, a basic road thing where they were going to put in subsurface drainage on one side of the road just to kind of make it look a little bit nicer. But the project had been lagging along, lagging along. So finally, like the mayor of this town just had the road construction maintenance people go and just put barrels up. So he can go out there for a photo op to say that he was fixing this road. <laughs> it, 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 it is pretty crazy because I dealt with there's a, a super tiny town that I used to go do work for. And um, I'm not going to give the name of the town because it's uh, but. Um, and we did all sorts of little projects for them, but like, it was just like, uh, they would, it's funny because they could own, they never would have enough money. So they would always yeah. have to apply for grants. And so I would have to apply for a grant and these grants are always like, like, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you ever applied for grants, but they're really funny because you have to give, like, I, some... I have seen a grant application and knew the person that had to go through that. And she was always pulling her hair out. So, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you have to think you have to like write it in a certain way, which I've had to do a couple grant like applications. You have to write them in a certain way to make it seem like you're doing something for poor communities. It's literally set up just for that. Right. And so you have to be like, there was it like basically the one was like uh, resurface this road around a high school. And so I had to somehow give like, oh, well, they need it because it's bad. And all these poor kids, like, 
have bumpy rides to work to school. <laughs> like it's like it's so, <laughs> it's so like and they were just like oh and and it's also yeah Jason Booth kind of nails it you know spend five percent of what they take on a park or some community art project so they can point to it and say see without us you wouldn't have that yeah it's it's insane the things that they go and do like. And and it's it's cool because you have a nice park, whatever. Like I I I went to a I we used to go to a park right across from where we lived in Mobile that um, I helped design the park and you know it was there through construction. Yeah, and it was really cool to go there and see it, and it was really nice take our dogs out there. But at the same time, it's just like I I know the budget on this park. Like yeah, it was, it was like seven hundred thousand dollars. Like and they built like and it was just it's just a. I mean, they put some sidewalk out there. They did. They moved a ton of dirt. I know that. Yeah. And they like, and they put in a dog park, and they did like they redid a couple of stuff, put in the gazebo. It's like it's really nice, but that's also like it, the park wasn't bad before. I saw it before. It wasn't bad. It was still it was still out there. It's in a nice neighborhood, uh, but you just spent seven hundred to a million dollars. Yeah. Possibly more if you think about the like that's just the construction budget that's not including like our fee and then whatever time like yeah. because the the people that are working in the city they don't budget they're, they're, I don't think their time is probably I don't, I don't know how they work but how much ever fucking administrators spit on well, that too work very yeah that's true too <laughs> <laughs> okay it was it was a nine hundred pound gazebo it was a it was a it was a nice one. <laughs> Someone asked how big the gazebo. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I just saw that uh, Nolan Harris popped up there. How big was the gazebo? Yes, <laughs> obviously more than nine hundred pounds. So, and and this is the thing, it, it, and like, and plus, by the way, there was pros and cons as just like for me working for municipalities. Sometimes the work is better, and I'll tell you this: the you definitely you get paid a lot more doing. Uh, municipal work of working yeah. for the state like it you do get paid usually more because like uh like subdivision work is also very very hard it's grinding work because there's so much that goes involved and i was talking about this with one of the engineers yesterday um about it. i mean it's a grind you're spending months on a project but like and then you have to hear and the developers they can change what they want like that. They don't, they don't have, they oh, don't yeah, have yeah. to, there's no, they don't, they have no code, like rules they have to follow. They just, I want this, you make that. And then, but with <laughs> municipalities, they have to go through some type of appeal. Like usually there's always yeah, a vote. There's public some kind comment of period and everything else. Yeah. Which sucks. It, it, it also sucks to go through that. There's, there's something about the, the instantaneous thing from a, a from a developer <laughs> But also, it really sucks because they can just change their mind on a whim, and then you have to oh, do, and you know. and they do. Yes, quite, yeah, that's the, quite often. When I say they can, it means I mean they take that chance anytime they can. They, anytime they have the chance to change their mind, they do. Um, and then, one, of, one of my favorite comments from the uh, from a developer is like, "Could we add more green space?" Oh yes. <laughs> How big is this a mini area? Can you double it? <laughs> but I don't want to lose any lots either. I don't yeah. want to lose any lots, and it's I need more it done by... sidewalks, but less parking. <laughs> what? what? And, and I and I and I want it done by yesterday. Yes, uh, it's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a funny thing. Like I, I I don't know. I haven't spent a ton of time in like I was mechanical engineering in college, but what I've learned from civil engineering, it's not like 
an eight, a nine to five or eight to five job. Like you literally have to. There yep. is times where you are you do not, you have to call your wife. I call Elizabeth. They're like, hey babe, I'm not gonna be home tonight. I got like Sorry. I got a, yeah I got a deadline. It's not like I mean, and maybe mechanical engineers deal with that in some sort of way. But I know most mechanical engineers I know they work just like usually in a factory or industry, and they do like yeah. Or there's one guy that works HVAC, but like. They don't have to worry about that. They're not doing any design. They don't have anybody. They have clients, but they usually like they yeah. work in it. It's and it's very different. So, and that's something that I learned pretty early on too. And it just, but other times it goes pretty well. Yep. So uh, Jason Booth with another one here. I did a few grant applications for state funds when I was doing uh, salmon habitat restoration back in the day. I'd rather Anna Nicole some old man than do those again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just. Grant applications suck. I, there was one firm I worked at. There, that, that was this one check's whole job. That's all she did. And every day she was like, fuck this. <laughs> it is it is so... Oh, dude. It, but the, the thing is, you can do them. Like, you can do... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Yes, they, it is, dude. I do Cole's autism and, tick is messing with his hat. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I, I do it all the time, Nick. I can't help it. I don't know what it is. I do it at work, too. I used to, like, I'll sit there at work if I have a hat on and I'm just taking off, putting it back on. Taking, I do it in meetings and I know it has to be infuriating <laughs> for people watching me. And the more nervous I get, the more I start doing it. So I had a, I actually had a meeting the other day about that project of where we we're talking about, hey, how are you going to make up for the 90,000 cubic yards that we think you were going to have <laughs> right. that you need? And I'm like, uh, I've, I've done some calculations, but I really don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with this boy? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it, it. It went well. Yeah, with I, me, it's uh, it's these things, little guitar picks. I keep them all over my desk at work and at home, and this is what I mess with in my hands. So, oh, so you're sitting there just messing with them? <laughs> yeah, just fumbling around with them. I'm dropping like half of them. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, those grant applications. I used to do. I I did a couple. I did, I think like four or five. But the thing is, you can do so many there's so many grants out there to do so i'm not surprised oh, yeah. she could she can you can literally it's a full-time job sometimes and then you you start writing in a certain way and it's very fucking like like shallow and like fake like, it's yeah really yeah weird. yeah because you have to think of ways to get these people to get, because it's like a, a lot of these are they have a a set amount that they'll give out and you have to win it like you have to like convince some fucking dude or board that lives hundred miles away from you to give you money for, you know, your, yeah, your little project. Yeah. Your little project. And it could be anywhere from like, you know, 70, like 50 grand up to millions of dollars. So like, and you have to convince them. So, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. The way fine. she put it was like, every time I'm doing one of these applications, they're, they're a mild, they're a mile wide and about an inch deep worth of substance that she writes on there. Yes, it's one one hundred percent true. You can, like yeah. it's because you can't give them like uh, this is another thing I learned. Um, you these this is more like just whenever because um, we send in our plan sets for review by the city and whatever municipality is like don't tell them more than they need to know because like once you start telling like if you tell them something that they don't need to know they'll start asking about it and it's just like you don't need to know this you don't need to like there is a we had something about uh, like some future phases we were going to do on this project I'm working on. Yeah. They, they haven't bought the land, they, but they were just like, we plan on, and you know, sometime in the future, five, 10 years down the road, we want to build another phase, some more phases up here. 
well, on the plan sheet, I just, someone had already gone up there and kind of put a little roadway around and the lots, how they think it would go. Right. So I just hashed it out and said, future phases. Yeah. Um, and the engineer said, hey, take that off. Just don't even show it. I'm like, why? He was like, because for some fucking reason, if we ever do decide to build that, they're going to come back and ask, and we change it at all. And be like, no, you had it here that it was like this. Why'd you change yeah. it? Like, I, I, we, we thought you were going to be like this. You, you, you can't change it. We, we accepted this. We didn't accept what you... He's like, just don't tell them. They don't need to know. Like, <laughs> there's other things they don't need to know. To like, or like I was telling you with the Q10s. It's like, well, and the whole point of the Q10s things on the outfalls, they were asking for, this is another nerdy thing, um, on your outfall structure of a pond, usually you don't deal in Q10s, you deal in Q100s. And as long as your Q100 is less than the Q10 of the existing right now, you're yeah. fine. So giving them the Q10 of what is outfalling of your proposed means absolutely fucking nothing because yeah. it doesn't matter. There's no, and so, and they were asking for that. And so the engineer I had had a basic little autistic spurg about it. And he was just like, it means, <laughs> it doesn't mean a goddamn shit that they, <laughs> like the Q10 means nothing to them. It, it, them seeing it, it'll literally add nothing to like, it's just a little thing that they need to check off. And I was like, well, what do you want me to do? He's like, I guess put a Q100 and then put a Q10, give them both, and then they'll be happy. And yeah. I said, well, actually, what's going to happen is I'm going to put a Q100, Q10, and they're going to go mark out the Q10 and be like, we just need the Q100. Like, well, yeah, yeah. that's what's going to happen. <laughs> and this also happens a ton, too, where we send, like, it's it's another, like, bureaucracy thing that wastes so much time and money. We send in plan sets. They say, change this, change this, change this. We go ahead and change that. We send them back to them for their next review, and they say, change it back. And so, yeah. like, because yeah, every time I, I've, I'd, I've done that a hundred times. You know, no, it's, it's literally the worst. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've I, I've actually gotten into the habit of like saving like the previous iteration in a different folder, and I was like, and I know they're going to come back and say, whoa, whoa, why did we change the canal to three to one from four to one? Let's go back to three to one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yep, I got that design already. Go ready to go. And it happens so much. That th so I remember we were working on at my last job. They were doing a roundabout, in a um, it was a big roundabout to it was like uh, two kind of larger uh, roads coming together, and um, they had with Aldot, they had like a thirty percent review, a fifty percent review, which right fine. Then they had a 60, 75, 80, 85, <laughs> 90, 95, 99. Oh. And then a hundred percent review. So all these reviews, oh. <laughs> and the thing is, you sound like okay. Well, then I guess fifty percent is like fifty percent done. It's like no, not really. Fifty percent is like it, it's very weird. The percentiles they usually give yeah. some type of like thing. This is what you have by your fifty percent. But the thing that happens is they'll literally spend an entire day. Like I'm not like I'm not even joking. An entire day on a Zoom call going through all the changes they made from the 90% to the 95%. And it's like, I mean, a list of, you know, 200 <laughs> comments that they have to go through and it's insane. And then they do it again, 95 to 99 and then 99 yeah. to 100%. By the time you're done, like you've spent so much time. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh yeah. It's, and it's always, and with the way they do it, they think this helps out for um, catching things. 
every review is done by a different engineer or a different yeah. set of engineers. So a different guy looks at it. But the problem is the guy that looked at it one time didn't look at the next time and vice versa. And so they have no idea what's going on. They didn't know what happened before. So right. they just look at it, say, I, and their personal preferences, they like it this way. So they circle and say, change it when the guy before them said, I like it this way and change it this way. So it's just. Right. So let me, let me scare you real quick. Army Corps of Engineers. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't dealt with them a ton, but when I have, it's not been great. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it's like the worst thing ever. It's a, it's a government and military all rolled into one. <laughs> the, the only time I ever had to deal with them, um, thankfully, thank God, um, we were doing a... So this is actually something I spent a lot of time in. Um, it was, and I really, really enjoy doing. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Bureaucracy is the epoxy that greases the wheels of progress. Yeah, that's a great Very. fucking quote. That is. I, I, I kind of want to get that and put that in my office. That would be a great quote. <laughs> right. God. But, um, so I've only dealt with the Army Corps of Engineers one time, and I was doing a project that we were doing rehab of uh, sewer lines, which basically rehab of sewer lines to me is super cool. Yeah, they um, so sewer lines usually right now in your city are probably either clay. Um, there's a lot of like um, ductile iron, concrete, yeah, ductile iron. Unfortunately, ductile yeah. iron, PVC, and uh, reinforced concrete pipe. Yeah, so those are usually the main four. You'll have other random weird ones, HDPE. Um, you'll have um, what was the other ones like? So they'll have reinforced concrete or just non-reinforced concrete, which is really weird to see, but they do have that too. If it's an old um, system, yeah. Sometimes if if it's a very that, old yeah. system, you might see non-reinforced. But for sewer, you'll usually see the four, those four main clay, uh, PVC, ductile iron, or reinforced concrete pipe. Well, the problem is every one of those besides clay, clay is all, you can break down very easily. Yeah. Um, ductile iron, if you've never seen it, it's... Uh, Cleaning ductile iron pipe is crazy because so um, ductile iron pipe, you can have whatever eight inch, let's say an eight inch pipe or whatever. Well, it'll go literally from like eight inches to like fucking an inch because the pipe like they, um, what do they call it? Not it, it corrodes, but it, it calcifies almost like it comes like it, yeah. it, it gets pretty crazy. So what they do is they clean out all these pipes and they line them with an epoxy liner that comes in and they it they invert it. It's really cool. They like they invert it through and then they pump either steam or water through them, hot water through them, and they cure over time. Yeah. So I was doing that. And that was the only time we had to bypass pump underneath a bridge that the Army Corps of Engineers um, maintained. And so we had to get a permit from them to go under their bridge and just literally just lay like a fire hose under their bridge and there <laughs> and so it didn't take very much that one was fine also the guy the project manager we worked for um um he was on i can't remember what it was he was like in the army he was in the army corps engineers but whatever their um not fraternity like their their society yeah so whatever society they have he was in that so he like knew all the guys and so he was just like he kind of greased the wheels a little bit there but yeah, that definitely helps if you definitely have an in, uh, somebody that, that knows the, the process. 
Dude, that happens that, a lot too, and just any like any type of thing. And also, what they told us in engineering school was basically like the the number one thing of you getting a job is who you know. And yeah, that's it. Like it's not your you, you could you could have the worst grades, you could l- literally be basically like basically retarded. But if you're like if your dad knows some guy, which basically my first job was because my dad knew a guy that he worked that worked with them. He my dad. Uh, as a superintendent at a utilities company and so he had an engineer that worked with him and that's how he got me the job it was just and then after that my next job was I, my next job didn't it was who i know it was just i called them up but then after the, my third job was who i knew uh they they my b- former boss knew my new boss and they talked and said he'd take them so um but yeah it's it's and it, it also happens with uh, there's a very corrupt system of like hey can you get my project through real quick yeah uh, i need to get this i need to get this on Quite i need to get this done that. that happens all the fucking time um like hey the client's breathing down my neck i need this uh, i need to get pushed through can you do it for me yeah i got you I, all, right, yeah. all right i got i got beers next time like basically it's literally like <laughs> that stuff like that you you're like it's, yeah uh, and that and that wouldn't change once we get you know anarchotopia you know no, it whatever that, that kind of stuff would be, uh, <laughs> what still would be going on. I think it's, that's just basic human nature of just like, hey, buddy, can you help me out here? Give me a favor. Uh, like, I'll, uh, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of thing. Yeah. And and you, there's this careful balance that you, you kind of take with um, administrators and your clients and stuff like that. You kind of tiptoe this line of trying to – everybody keeps stays happy. Yeah. And – and like whenever, if you mess up, like they'll come and chew your ass out, <laughs> and you just got to take it. And if they mess up, you can't go chew their ass out. No, <laughs> no it's that's definitely a one way street. Yeah, that's like when you get chewed out, you just have to do the yes, sir. That it won't happen again, sir. Sorry that it happened this time. Yeah, we'll just we'll do better next time. <laughs> type of stuff. So yeah, it gets it gets pretty weird, it, it, especially behind the computer part of it. Because I'm like, oh, why are we doing this? This doesn't make any sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get some of that too. And it was like, wait, what are we doing with this? What? Oh man, roundabouts are like the worst thing to design too. I was like, I, I hate them, but at the same time, I like driving through them because there's no waiting for a stop. You know, it's a, it's a, and the people always like see like, hey, why don't Americans use roundabouts more? It's like, well, they fucking suck to design. Yeah, it's just it's much easier just to take. Oh, I have four roads, like two roads intersecting. Well, then just. Red lights all around. There we go. We're good. Go on yep. our, our stop signs. Roundabouts get like I'm, I have two roundabouts in my uh, the current subdivision I'm working on, and it's been a pain because yeah. it's like the they the, the like the first the first time they reviewed it, they came back and they were like, "Hey, you can't get a a school bus around here." I said, "Okay, fine." So we made it bigger. Fortunately, didn't lose any lots, so everybody was still happy. But the problem is the other thing people understand is like we have to figure out so we have drainage and then we have our water and we have our sewer and we have to figure out how all this goes underneath without having any type of conflicts in there. Yeah. And try to it, it and it gets I mean it gets really especially with hectic especially like when I get a comment today of where we can't put any valves underneath uh, asphalt <laughs> even though they make highway yeah. rated valve covers 
he, they, this, for some reason, the utilities didn't want any valves in asphalt. And so I had to, I, yeah. whatever I had designed, I had to change. And now I have yeah. to do it another weird fucking way. Yeah, and still working say, off of like old specs from like 15, 20 years ago. You yeah. know? <laughs> or, they'll, or they'll do something. Um, uh, they'll do, there was another thing. Oh, the, um, the service taps can't also be under asphalt. Well, yeah. but now, like, these cul-de-sacs I have, where I was just having a straight water and sewer all the way down to a flushing station and a hydrant, and I was just connecting services to them. Now I have to, like, curve these yeah, around. Yeah, curve it around <laughs> it, yeah. Curve it around <laughs> it, and then long side go across. And, it's, and that's what I was actually working on today, was do, getting that done. And then, and then um, they said, hey, your two-inch uh, sewer force main, uh, your low-pressure sewer there, you you need to we don't like mechanical joint fittings if they all to be like HTPE fused fittings <laughs> joints and i said okay that's fine i'll go through and tell the contractor that and he can bid it out whatever and it's just like these are things that really suck but i mean you gotta get them done. yeah I mean, yeah you gotta get them done otherwise you know you don't get paid <laughs> yes this is, <laughs> and unfortunately like i feel like i don't get paid enough but at the same time i mean i'm not a pe i can't stamp anything yet so yeah, so uh, Tyler Yankee again, uh, who you know is key. Robotics professor told me, don't memorize three phone calls. You have to talk to the foremost expert in the world on a subject. And this was before Twitter. So, Dude, and also just, you don't know how many times a day I like look up on Google. Just Google whatever I need to find, especially AutoCAD. I mean, this is probably something oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. CAD. It's just like, I mean, they're so, I mean, anybody yeah. that's dealt with CAD, when you first get on it, you are overwhelmed with the amount of like, buttons yeah. and options and different things you can do yeah and the thing and, that'll kill you is there's 18 different ways to do the same thing so <laughs> you can't really mess it up that bad but sometimes and that's the other problem is so if you uh and it depends on who you learn from too so it's like it's very weird each each company i've been to has done like plotting a different way oh yeah, yeah. One, so like and each one has a different way of you know doing it just all sorts of stuff like it, there's so many different ways like even down to so basically we have in autocad there's a model space where you actually draw and then you have your paper space where you plot and actually yeah. put it on paper well it even goes down to do you like your comments to be on the paper space or do you like your comments to be yeah. in the model space and so i have i have one engineer that is very adamant that you put your comments in model space. And then I have yes. another en engineer that's very adamant that you put your company <laughs> on, on paper space. And so I'm in the middle like, guys, I don't know what to do, what you want me to do. Um, and it's like, like you realize if I put it in model space, then I got to worry about scaling. If I just put it in paper space, it's at the scale that I want it yes. to be. <laughs> and then the other one will say, well, then you just use annotative scale. And then you just you set it up yeah, that way. Yeah. And then I'm just like, okay, yeah, but then it takes a little time to do that. I, it's it's yeah. a lot easier just to, you know, copy-paste leader yeah. uh, multi-leaders over. <laughs> and 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 then you get into there's uh grading has been I I didn't I had never done grading before I got to my new job now. And yeah. so and then I had for the grade. most part it's it's fairly automatic. You just put in what you want and where it's yes. going to. Uh, but there's still like fine tuning and it's as smart as the program is. It's not as nearly as smart as you want it to be <laughs> like, uh, like intersections. That's yes. a very big thing. Those, and like, yeah. uh, like I was, uh, we were talking about before we have one person in our office right now that can do intersections. 
It's the only like that can use the intersection tool on AutoCAD to get it done. Yeah. He's the only one that can do it. I can't fucking do it. The best other best like engineer AutoCAD guy, he can't do yeah. it. And so like we have to go to her and be like, Hey, can you do this intersection for me? She's like, How big is I'm like she's like, How many? And I tell her and she's just like, Yeah, I think I can fit it in. And then yeah. she does it, and I'm just like, oh, thank God. Yeah, if it's perfectly <laughs> perpendicular, what you got one street going up to another one or a four-way, I can do those all day long, but it's yeah. when they're kind of like offset where you've got one street coming or in. and then the roundabouts. Yeah, the, the, or, or the, the roundabout. <laughs> and the roundabout tool is okay. Yeah. They, <laughs> There's man, still a lot of going like... back and messing with uh, parameters and everything, trying to get that thing to work. But hey, dude, I I can't imagine though going back to what those guys are doing and actual drafting, like yep. god damn I, the things that like I take for granted, like now and do it of, in AutoCAD I can't imagine what those guys are doing when they had big drafting tables and we're sitting there and doing all this stuff and then, you know because like we make a mistake we control Z, undo 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 okay yeah. let me go through and do that I mean he gets done drafting, he's, they're like, okay, change this, this, and this. He's got to fucking redo the whole fucking sheet. Like, right. Like, it's, uh, I'm so glad where we're at now. And it's, I enjoy what I do. I'm, I'm happy. I wish I could do a lot more uh, water and sewer stuff. And it's actually like, uh, I saw somebody, who was it? It was Jeremy Kaufman was talking about doing a, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it looked People like. That's like the 1950s drafting. So you would have like a good couple of hundred of drafters, and they're passing the same drawing to each other. They're all responsible for different things. This guy uh, standing up, like on the left hand side of the screen, is probably like the uh, the drafting manager or something. But yeah, that's it. Get, that's how crazy it used to be. Yeah, and basically <laughs> we've turned that like hundreds of guys into like basically I can output like by myself, at least like half of those guys, like what they can yeah. do in like a day. Like that's, that's, just, that's what, how crazy it's gotten uh, and how much more efficient it's gotten. But at the same time, it feels like we're still just like, we're, I don't know. I, I haven't seen how many projects they were doing back then or how many, but it feels like we don't do as much. And also at the same time, we're swamped with work. But um <laughs> Jason Booth said he's a AutoCAD daily user. Okay. Jason, yeah, what, yeah. What, what, do you do civil work or is it like... Um... Well, he said uh, rehab, so I'd imagine he's probably doing civil work. But he, he had another one after that. So he tried doing physical drafting a few times. It's like hand milling your own lumber. Cool, but come on, bros. It's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I can't do like... it. I have terrible... I, I'm so... I can't draw. I can't... Right, I'm so it's so <laughs> ugly and messy. I would it would. Oh, it's, so you never had the joy of writing three thirty second inch uh, texts like by hand, huh? Okay. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by yeah, the way, that, if you go back and look at those plans, they're gorgeous. They're almost pieces of art. Like yeah, and if you go look at them, because it, it's straight as an arrow, and the plans look great, and like I don't. They they look better than they do now sometimes. Like depending on yeah. if your um, if your yeah. uh, layers and uh, I don't know how you do your if your pins are right. I don't know how how you use your plotting, but um, and then you have like some random weirdly really bold line going across. You're like ah oh, fuck. 
I don't know, forgot <laughs> to change the color on that one to whatever color is not, you know, bold as shit. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the new place that I'm at, uh, I've been used to CTB on print styles, and yeah. they do theirs with STB, which is a completely different animal altogether. And I was like, I was like, no, this green line should be the bold line. What's going on here? <laughs> that's that's, that's a, it, it, this is. It, this is getting really deep into the fucking AutoCAD <laughs> shit right here. <laughs> Sorry for anybody listening. Yeah, yeah, we might not want to do that. It's already been an hour. I would probably could spend another hour just going through uh, CTB oh, and plot tables and everything. So, dude, it, it's something like I mentioned before. Like each each company I've been with has done stuff different ways. So I like have to learn. Like I get to a new place and like, do you use AutoCAD? Like, yeah, I know how to use AutoCAD, but I don't know how y'all use AutoCAD. You're gonna use right. it differently than these other guys did. And I remember my, my last job, they actually were doing a lot of work with Carlson. I don't know if you um, I've heard of know him. what that is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, they were doing Carlson and they were just then getting into civil 3D. Um, and so like they, as they were learning, I was learning too. And so when I had questions, they were like, we don't know. Like, we uh, just started also. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> which is a good thing. My new company, the guy there has been doing it for a long time. So they, um, yeah, I, I, any questions I have, he's like, do this this and this and i'm like okay got it i can do that but um architectural okay fuck you yeah um, <laughs> no, yeah it's, it's picky rich people yeah architectural yeah just mm -mm, spline leaders Ugh. Oh, fucking <laughs> architect man those guys <laughs> yeah that's like the bane of this of the civil engineering side existence <laughs> and they probably hate us too on the other side oh yeah, yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they talk a whole bunch of shit about us too as, as well <laughs> but i mean there's things that happens and i'm just like god damn do you really want me to try to make this work fuck you i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i'll make it work it well i mean it, it could be worse it could be a landscape architect Oh God! I haven't dealt very much with those, and I'm very happy. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you, you need your flower beds right there." Well, guess what? That's my uh, that's my servitude. That's that's where I need to put some utilities, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I even um, have you dealt much with like um, water and sewer, like in lift stations or anything like that, or your your design mostly been in just uh, like actual. Yeah, so uh, before that was a lot of municipal stuff. So a lot of water, sewer, gas, uh, roads, pump stations, lift stations, uh, flood mitigation, uh, especially around New Orleans. Uh, so fuck the New Orleans Water and Sewer Board, by the way. Uh, I just uh, yeah, just bringing bringing up bad memories. But yeah, yeah, I've done a lot of that stuff, and uh, yeah, that kind of stuff will get will get interesting pretty quickly. I, I, I've enjoyed when I worked, I did a lot of stuff for uh, Mobile um, and like that, that work I enjoy. So the difference, the very, another thing that kind of difference there is usually, hopefully, uh, your uh, utilities company has a very strict set of like um, standards and things that they want so that you know exactly what they want out of every project yeah. and everything they because like there's pros and cons to it the looser they get it also gets very kind of weird of like so what do you want us to do like do you want us to do it this way and they're like yeah you figure it out like okay like <laughs> and then the problem is then like you'll figure it out and give it to them they're like we don't like this yeah this way and it's like well, change this 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 and this it's like well <laughs> if you just told me that from the beginning i would have went that way so they're like yeah um, 
like the project, like these rehab, the CIPP lining of pipe, like was very um, easy work and yeah. also very lucrative work. Like we probably made good money on every one of those that we did. But, uh, yeah. but it's also because no. the utilities company is very, very strict on what they want. And then like you just have to follow it. And I actually wrote, I, uh, before I left my first company, I had written their new spec on it. So like whatever spec they're using now, I, I had written and they, uh, so it was pretty cool because I'd done a lot of work <laughs> in that area. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun stuff. So yes, even if the the state was smashed tomorrow, uh, guys like us would be around designing all your stuff. So yeah, and, and, and we're already thing, doing like, it now. <laughs> and I still think it, I, I think it could be way better if it was privatized. Like I this, I mean, simple yeah. libertarian answer. But like I've seen the way. I mean, the bureaucracy of the state in your lo- at least in your local places is just as bad. Um, and limiting how th- efficient things are, yeah. Um, and how like the problem, like if your road floods, that's not supposed to happen. Like the problem there is bad design. Like if yeah. you're now there, if there's literally a thousand year rain event, whatever we can't design for that. But yeah. usually, if there's a, a, a any time it rains and you have water flowing down the middle of your street, that's a problem yeah, with design. Or maintenance, you know, or sometimes. And a lot of yeah. maintenance, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's another huge thing you see. Like, the, we'll, we can build, we can make the, you know, for a thousand-year storm and have huge pipes, like 60-inch, 72-inch pipes running down your street and double S inlets all over the fucking place, whatever. Um, and then they'll get destroyed by it, by people never cleaning them out. And then yeah. now, we, now we have a blockage. And now we're fucked. Same with like um, with sewer. I, you can you know how many times like like this, if you ever want to like kind of see something funny, just look up uh, whenever they video st- uh, sewer uh, before cleaning. They find crazy shit in there. A lot of times you'll have uh, an electric company will put their poles right through the sewer line, uh, which is really <laughs> funny to see. Like you'll go be down, going down. They have a little robot they send down there. And like you'll see a pole sticking right through the sewer line. Um, I've I've been out there when they found a mop in the sewer line that was blocking it, so they pulled that out. I've, I mean, um, they find all sorts of crazy. Like some like they'll be at a construction site, and instead of uh, just doing what they're supposed to and putting their con- and like dumping their concrete in the concrete washout area, they'll dump so, yeah. concrete. Yeah, Th- that. this it is. Yeah, this is London. This was the infamous Fatberg, where a whole bunch of crap got lodged in a sewer pipe. And you can see this is like old-ass brick. brick. I'll forget about brick. Brick pipe is also something that was also used. Usually for more for yeah. manholes now. You'll see them on manholes. But uh, they but yeah, this this thing is like almost touching the very top. Yes. It's ridiculous. And you'll see this. And so the two biggest problems, and I and I've, I've, I have a really weird, like, uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, fuck pet peeve with flushable wipes and dumping grease yep. down your drain. It's like yep. the two of them. Because it leads things, to that. Because <laughs> it leads to that. So like, uh, this is something like uh, Theron Burgundy on Twitter. If I like, he'll he'll fuck with me about it. But flushable wipes really piss me off because <laughs> third, yes, they go down the toilet. I, I apologize, Forest <laughs> Mommy. You you weren't here for the 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 cad nerdery going on. <laughs> 
Listen, to anybody like listening and like you're wondering why, like you'll see me on like Tower Gang podcast and like I'm fucking talking about dicks and saying the N word and being like retarded. But like because the only reason I'm talking like this with 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 Eric here is because I can't talk about it on any other podcast because right. no one else understands. They don't understand like what it goes through and the, and and I have a passion for doing this kind of shit. Yeah. Um and so when I like, I'm not gonna be able to talk it on there because everybody would get bored. But I can talk about it at least, and somebody might find it interesting of what we go through and what like how the system works underneath you, like underneath your feet. No one knows it's there. No one thinks about it until it fucks up. Yeah. And so like, and that that's why I have a big problem with like flushable wipes. They go down the toilet and they and immediately they they, they don't dissolve. They they no. literally you'll see there's huge mounds of them. Same with um. Uh, putting you can tell like whenever we would go out there and inspect manholes <laughs> we could tell what house on the street put um yes nev yes <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but you but you can you can tell what house puts oil down their drain i can tell yeah. like by looking in the manhole i can tell you which one it is and it's just like and it's and it's infuriating because you're just fucking it up i mean I guess this is some kind of social thing. You're fucking up for everybody, but usually <laughs> what happens is it'll back up back into your house and then for the sewer company gets blames and then, you know, but yeah. all it was just you putting, you know, flushable wipes and grease yeah. down your uh, drain. So yeah, I, you I, should like, be whatever. saving your breaking grease anyways. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Use that shit for a burger or something. It's going to be delicious. Yeah. I remember when, we, when I first got married, Elizabeth, the first thing she did, like when she was like, she got done, you know, making bacon, and she goes to pour it down the drain, and I literally was like, "No, stop! No, no, stop. no, save it, save it!" <laughs> and I was save like, it. "Don't put it down the drain! Don't do that!" She's like, "Why? That's where it goes." And I'm like, "No, God, no, no, it, no, it does there. not. It doesn't not go even, there. Not even if you have a garbage disposal. Don't put that shit down your drain. It's, it's going to destroy your garbage disposal too, <laughs> dude. It's, uh, it's just this is the thing, and like." Um, like you're drinking water. Like I remember there was a, I, I, I actually worked at a, a wastewater fa- uh, treatment facility. So that was pretty fun to go to and see how that worked. Um, yeah. You, you can actually, at the end of the wastewater treatment facility, you can drink the water coming out of it. Usually it's uh, cleaner, whatever you're, they're dumping that water into, it's cleaner yeah. than the, the water they're dumping it into, which is pretty yeah. fun. It, it doesn't out. smell like that when you're driving past the wastewater treatment plant. No, also, <laughs> but... you know, so like, uh, a lot of wastewater treatment plants have now like a lot of like uh, scrubbers and different things they can do to lessen that uh, that smell. I know the yeah. the one in my hometown though, um, where it was at was right next to the river because they were dumping. You know they yeah because that's where they, it's going to go afterwards. Yep. Uh, yeah, they they put it in the river. Well, right across the street was a magnet school that was like and so and it had been <laughs> there for years. And this was before they like did any type of odor control. And so they finally got like they got upset enough that where they made the wastewater plant put odor control. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. It was just like all these kids like out there in the most smelly shit. Like it's <laughs> and it's a very weird smell. It's so like everybody knows what shit smells like, but like a wastewater treatment facility does not smell like the shit you know of. It's it's very pungent and like uh, I'm trying to think of how it like it almost burns. It's very weird. Yeah. But like the farther you go back in there, like the, by the end, it doesn't have any smell. It's just literally clean water coming out. Yeah, clean enough. 
Yeah, clean enough to be dumped in a river. So <laughs> yeah, it smells like a chemical. It's it's very like because they they do use so much chemicals and they um, yeah, uh, but they they most of the chemicals you're smelling are usually the ones for odor control. So um, and but they have it's and then also like I remember like water facilities like how clean your water is. Like I've I've worked at a water facility too and seen how they treat water, and I mean. Usually, I mean, your water is usually okay. I mean, there's some places that are pretty bad, but I mean, yeah. it just depends. Baton Rouge is not one of those places. We have like a very deep underground uh, water aquifer that we get all of our water from. So yeah, those are, those are usually those are always the best. And the, the river water ones are usually the ones that you kind of and then like the ones where they get it from like a um, like a lake. Those are usually I think the usually the worst. Um, yeah. But like I like there was a really cool one down in um, Dauphin. Dallas Island. water sucked. It's just uh, Pensacola <laughs> water is some of the worst in the country. Yeah, it's uh, it's literally it, it's it's so bad that I knew I remember because uh, I um, I, we lived there for a while, and people that would live in Pensacola for a couple years, they would be like and try to have children. They can never have kids. They would literally leave Pensacola, go live somewhere else, and literally have kids within like the next couple of months. Like it was so crazy. Like it was like making people <laughs> infertile. Like it was. Yeah, so Jason had a good one. There was a study a few years ago that found measurable amounts of antidepressants in the wastewater and trace amounts of treated water at the kitchen sink. Yeah, so that's probably Dallas, if I had to take a guess. <laughs> yeah, that's the other, I don't know how they deal with um, like pharmaceuticals at wastewater facilities because it's like they, they, I don't think they're treating for that. They, they measure, you know, for uh, suspended solids. Yeah, and um, and all different. I, I used to have to do a thing where um, do the um, I can't remember what it was called. It was for a um, ADM, um, that was Department of Oh yeah, that, Management. That explains it. San Francisco, Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, I think the uh, the lithium just kind of just uh, dissipates in the air around San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> just walking around, all of a sudden, you're just not mad anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah they uh, i used to have to do a bunch of stuff where they i would have to send in the reports every time but i don't think they ever measured for like any pharmaceuticals or anything like that but i'm not surprised that there's probably a bunch of shit in there like that oh yeah and people be flushing their drugs all the damn time yeah and it's and it's people i honestly i what i don't under, if know if people even know where like when they flush a toilet where it goes I, I think a lot of people have no oh, yeah, clue yeah, yeah. There's, there's no what clue. happens. <laughs> like they, they like they they know of manholes. They know of a sewer system. They have no idea how it works. Yeah. Like what happens in it? It's 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 a crazy thing. And, yeah, and to, to bring it back to the matrix, I mean there was the quote in there. Nobody knows what these machines do until they're broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and somebody's like, gonna come like, and fix it. Like whenever we had a um uh whenever there was a hurricane last year. Yeah, it was last year. Um, that came through. Well, it knocked out power in a lot of, in a lot of these areas, and um, so the lift stations didn't kick on. Yeah, and uh, then again, bunch, New Orleans Water and Sewer Board. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and they also didn't have backup generators um, at a lot of these, and so these this is a lift station to kick on. They started filling up. Well, then they filled up enough, and then they fucking at that point when they fill up, they start going back upstream, and they had like multiple houses flooded with sewer because oh, yeah. of that. 
And so that, and then they started a thing like every, they want to put a generator on every like lift station. Well, there's 80 of them. And the yeah, like, generators yeah. are like $250,000 a pop. Yeah. And that's just not, a small not cheap one. for equipment that big, you know? No, no. It's like, there's also like, there's no space for them. So like, it's um crazy thing, but all right. I, I can shut up talking about like all this <laughs> bullshit. If, uh, <laughs> and if you had any questions for me, sorry, I, I was probably very ranty, but I, I had a lot no, of it's okay. stuff. I had a lot of pent up stuff because like with work right now, just, I mean, yesterday in that meeting and then like doing this shit today, I was just like, yeah, man, I can't wait to talk about some civil engineering stuff. With people. <laughs> yeah. It's It's kind of good to get it off the chest. And then it's a, it's a good window for everybody else, you know, and they have that question about, Oh, what about my roads? You know, that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, we, we've thought about this and it's still going to be us. that's going to design it. So, yeah, but that's I think what, that's, that's probably like a good place to uh, us design it. The same goddamn people are going to build it. They yep. don't like the, There's no like highway like SWAT team that goes out there and builds like roads. Like it's like yeah, it's, just to fix potholes in your little small podunk town is yes, a process. But, yeah, yes, but they bid out every large project. They bid it out every project for water, sewer, gas, uh, roads, uh, parks. Literally everything you can think of is done by a private company. Um. Unless it's literally small enough to where there, you know, a couple of guys can go out there and do it, or maintenance work, and sometimes even yeah. maintenance jobs, they'll get they'll uh, get a private company to do it. So just take away the government and insert just like some other company that's just saying, "Hey, we need to get this done. Let's all pay for it." I mean, whatever it can work any way you want it to think it can work. I think there would be some kind of subscription service. That's how <laughs> I think it would go, but. Uh, we got one from uh, Jason Booth. What Dave's dream project to design? Road, bridge, stadium, park, etc. Okay, so I'll say it, it is I would love to do a, a design a sewer system for it sounds so fucking weird. But <laughs> I I did I worked uh, that job I was mentioning where I was doing analysis. I it was for it was a sewer job and I um, I modeled I it's so it's in sewer CAD and I modeled their entire system. And then and I spent a lot of time on it and I really enjoyed it. It's like the, it's like the autism in me really loved seeing <laughs> like the whole thing come together and look like a huge web of like all. And I put in every service. I literally put in every service in the whole city nice. in, into this, into this thing. So um, that sounds the coolest to me because I just like the thought of like making a very, a, a well working sewer system that I don't have to worry about like, it just that it works well. I don't know. I don't know why that clicks for me. Why I enjoy it so much. But <laughs> that would be of design of like maybe like if ever the Free State Project decides that they are gonna just go off into the woods somewhere and they're just <laughs> gonna build their own community and they need a guy to come in there and build them a fucking that, that's sewer the idea. system. That's, that's the dream. That's what I want to. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I would love to do that for them. And if they're willing to pay me, I'll come up there and fucking do it. I'll do water too. I'll do that one. I'll do water for free. And it would be interesting in New in New Hampshire because you know they have topography, not so much down here on the Gulf. Oh yeah, and, and the Gomez. <laughs> oh, I don't even have to worry about list stations. I can fucking yeah. just do gravity sewer, and I can just fucking go wherever I want. Like man, this can be easy. <laughs> yeah. <Hell> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's probably a good place to leave it off. Then, uh, Dave, go oh, ahead and drop right, all your plugs. Right when right when fucking Justin comes in. Yeah. Justin, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, he's like Justin. Justin, you need to fucking hire me to come and do sewer service for the Free State Project. 
Yeah, okay. there you go. That there's your guy. That was that was the nepotism we were talking about. So. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> my guy. You're gonna hire me, and I'll do it for you. I might even do some drainage, maybe a little drainage in there. Yeah, I, I haven't dealt with much with gas, so I can't do really yeah. do gas. I can do water. I can do a sewer, and I can do drainage. I can do so. I can do some roadway work. If you need yeah. a subdivision, if you need some, hey, like splash pads at the park are all the rage these days. I that was my first, my first fucking project. Uh, like it was the I wasn't even a part. I didn't start design on it, but like when I first got hired, the like the the weekends or the next weekend after I got hired, um, they were opening up a splash pad that they had just designed and, and constructed. It was actually pretty cool going out there and see this splash pads. But yes, they are fucking huge right now. Everybody yeah, wants that's, a splash that's, pad. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking, like, they were like, hey, can we, can we fit a splash pad in there? Like, well, you know how much they cost. Well, how about just for, like, some jets shooting up? It's like, I can get you a concrete pad with some fucking <laughs> hoses sticking out of them for, you know, a hundred yeah. grand. How about that? Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> that was actually one of the grants I did was for a, um, that same small town had they they were gonna add they were gonna do give their own like seventy five thousand and they were gonna ask for another seventy five thousand match and they wanted to put a splash pad or some type of they redo a park and uh, they wanted a splash pad and so they were asked they asked me to get a quote on a splash pad and I was like it's basically gonna be your entire budget and you <laughs> basically get like ten jets. To shoot yeah. up and a and a flat concrete pad and they were just like okay just go with like a jungle gym i'm like all right i'll do that instead <laughs> <laughs> all right man we'll go ahead and uh, leave all your plugs here and then we'll then we'll get you out of here oh yeah so fat comic dave on twitter and then um i co-host the tower power hour which is the tower game podcast with um fucking 30 fucking people I'm yeah, it's, it's it's me, me, uh, Anarcho Toad, Jose Galison, uh, Reed Coverdale, uh, rest in peace, um, yeah. and um, Clint Russell. So, um, yeah. and we just had on Monday, we had on um, Robbie the Fire. It was great. We had to switch over to Odyssey for that one. And next week, I don't know who we have on. Uh, we have, <laughs> we'll probably get somebody. I think I don't know. We'll get somebody in there. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I like man. to call myself the irregular contributor over there. So, I mean, absolutely. There's so many, like, we have so many people that are irregular contributors that we can just say, hey, we need somebody tonight. Can you come fill in? Yeah, absolutely. Just just, just say the N word a lot. Everybody will laugh. Everybody will love it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder yeah, why I don't who give knew my fucking... that we could rally around one word. And... <laughs> and people wonder why I don't give my, like, where I work at, where I live at. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things will get a little spicy around the neighborhood if we started giving that information around. So. <laughs> That's right. I lose another job. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right, Dave. Well, thanks for uh, coming on. We'll uh, we'll have to nerd out again later about this kind of stuff. Uh, it seems to be uh, pretty popular. It's got Force Mommy all hot and bothered. That's all. That's all we're really looking for. So, <laughs> absolutely, dude. I enjoyed it, Eric. Thank you very much. All right, no problem, man. Take it easy. Absolutely.